station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I'm joined, as always, by movie aficionado, Melissa Kersher. Hello! And movie sort of pays attention to movie now and again, <laughs> Jenny Young. Yay, hello! We also have our special guest star, who is our bad movie expert. That's what we're going to call him. Just I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Kelvin Hatley. <laughs> hello, everyone. And uh, since he's our bad movie expert, you may be able to presume that we're going to watch a movie that some might consider bad. And yes, indeed, we are watching Plan 9 from Outer Space. So, Jenna, given the last movie we watched was Ed Wood, you may know more about this film than maybe any film we've watched just up to this point. I think so. I feel like there was this guy named... um Ed something involved, Ed stick, Ed... Dipplefinger. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ed would film, um, and really shitty to the point of, oh my god, what the fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, There is... And I, I feel like, and this is awful, because I feel like we talked about this somewhat <laughs> last time, and I am so gosh darn tired today, I'm just like, I'm fucking... Um... So I feel like there's, uh, um, I hate to say it, like there's a plan that happens, but, but the, there like there, there's there's this idea of, of a space plan that happens and that's kind of like either the launching point or something, but it all just goes way off kilter and, and doesn't actually follow it as much or, um, and I don't mean in the story, I mean the movie itself is like, the, the storyline just kind of diverges. I so appreciate she uses the term storyline when referring to this film. <laughs> well, okay, that's that was actually yeah. kind of my point, is that the yeah. storyline might exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the agnostic of storylines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you can't know, you know, that, that's one thing you can claim about, about Plan 9 that you can't claim about a lot of other bad movies. There is a plot. Yeah, there there is. It's, it, it's, ab- not, it's it, absolutely a plot. Yeah, it's not a good plot, but there is a plot, <laughs> and you can kind of follow it. Yeah. Um, it, that's part of why it's kind of acclaimed as a bad movie is because it's kind of enjoyable. Well, it is enjoyably terrible. And part mm-hmm. of that is you can see what they were reaching for, kind of, and you can kind of follow what's going on. It's just they utterly fail yeah. at yeah. every turn. So, yeah. And it's and rather spectacular. Aside from that, I'm looking forward to horrible, horribly done acting and or special effects or all oh. of the above. Oh, all, all, right. of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Uh, although, and uh, as we, what we should remember from Ed Wood, of course, is that this is the final film of Bela Lugosi. Yes. Mm. He is... Uh, yep. Featured in this movie for a few seconds. A few seconds, but it is the final footage ever captured of Bela Lugosi before he passed away, which allowed Ed Wood to say that this film starred Bela Lugosi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's how they got the got uh, got the funding, pretty much. Yeah, because like, it had the final hey, Bela Lugosi. We got a few seconds of Bela Lugosi, horror icon yeah. Bela Lugosi. <laughs> um, as discussed. A little bit in our last episode, uh, this film was pretty much had pretty much fallen into obscurity. I mean, it started there, 
But yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it, it had fallen even further into obscurity until uh, it was, I think, in the 80s, where a lot of, uh, a lot of people started, uh, I, I think a lot of like the film buff kind of mentality began to emerge in the 1980s and people were rediscovering a lot of these old films and for whatever reason a lot of people started crowning Ed Wood as sort of the king of bad movies Mm -hmm. and this is his magnum opus yes if there is such a thing as as at the end of Ed Wood, I believe the one of the last lines that Ed says is this is the film that I'll be remembered for and he was in fact right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There, there, there's some some real special uh, WTFery <laughs> in, in in Glen or Glenda. Yeah. If you've ever seen Glen, Glen or Glenda is a hell of a thing. Yeah, you just kind of can't believe you're watching what but, you're watching. But it's, but there's sort of a per- perfection to the. Absolute horribleness of Plan Nine for it, it, It's, it's very think, classically. This bad. this has yeah. all of the Edward elements, sort of, sort of really massaged into a single film. All of the things that made him so bad at what he did mm-hmm. uh, are on display in this movie. And and believe me, we're not spoiling anything by oh, no. saying <laughs> this. Uh, it, it, the the thing you'll notice is that. The movie Ed Wood was not exaggerating on the quality of the cuts that there were. Yes! I mean, this is exactly so what you are going to see right now. Yeah, and I think having watched <laughs> Ed Wood first is fun because you watch Plan 9, and especially you'll see the actors in the, you know, you'll see the real Tor Johnson and be amazed at how well they did at, recre- at finding an actor who looked like Tor Johnson and, and how well they did recreating the shots from the original movie. So it's, uh, it, it, it is, uh, I think, one of the more enjoyable bad movies that I've ever seen. And uh, it is mercifully short. So yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it does come from that kind of drive-in era when Yeah, this, this, this would be the... We're in economical 75 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So oh. we will uh, go off and watch the epic... Epic badness that is Plan 9 from Outer Space and return with our thoughts later on. And we are back. Plan 9 from Outer Space has been executed poorly. Uh, and the aliens have been destroyed, although... Yeah, well, all right, Jenna. In a fondue pot. <laughs> In a fondue pot. In a pot, burning yeah. fondue pot, the aliens exploded. I want Plan 9 fondue pot. I do, too. <laughs> all right, Jenna, so you have now seen Plan 9 from Outer I, Space. Have I? Okay. What are your thoughts about this movie? I'm a little concerned by how much cardboard went into the set construction. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm many looking cardboard soon, manufacturers so I really, I could use some boxes. And now, now, cardboard sets aren't necessarily bad things, because sure. if we ever get to watch um, uh, silent film, uh, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, oh, sure. the, the sets were entirely made of paper, and they were awesome. Nice. But this, this was not 
It's no, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. No. I've never seen it, but I assume not. No. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are correct. It is not the cabinet of I, Dr. I would be, Caligari. I would be a little terrified of people who would get those two movies mixed up. Yeah. 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 Well, they're black and white. <laughs> Aliens have paper. Did you know that? He was reading, obviously not from a script, but, you know, paper that was stapled together. And they also have, like, tabards with... Um, a halberd. It, with oh, a I, halberd on the front. I buy that. Yeah. The totally. interesting thing about this movie is that the the aliens' position, with, they're supposed to be the bad guys, but they've really got kind of a reasonable point. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've been trying to contact the humans to say, hey, you guys, uh, you can't develop this weapon because it will destroy the entire universe. And the humans, and, and, the, and, and they're like, <laughs> we'd like to work with you. And the humans are like, oh, my God. Oh my God! Must pretend they don't exist. Because if and you then, ignore your problems, they'll and go then they away, say, right? "Well, there's this weapon." And then one of the humans they say, "They say, oh well, if we got that, we'd be the most powerful nation in the world." <laughs> ha ha! Well, yeah, but you'd destroy the entire universe. It's, so the whole movie is about these aliens as bad guys, and yet they're not really bad guys. <laughs> sure. uh, there, there's but, like a legitimate, I mean, like anti-war, anti-nuclear kind of point in there, but sure. it's, it's so It's buried done. under so much cardboard and, and, and grass carpet. But if you're anti-war, then why are the aliens the bad guys? I know. They're the ones that are anti-war. They're trying to give this this message, and yet at the end of the movie, they just get burned up and destroyed. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we're, we're, we're going to stop Earth from doing all these horrible things, and we're going to do it by... Resurrecting a big bald guy, an old guy, and the old guy's wife. And that's Who's it. Who's apparently <laughs> extremely young and hot. Three men yeah. walking yeah. into a bar? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love how the aliens really want to be noticed, and they're frustrated that they're not being noticed by the humans, and yet they're very concerned about keeping everything a secret, and they want to <laughs> yeah. kill their witnesses. Yep. Yeah, they, they I, just... <laughs> You know, they're like, well, yeah, we'll allow them onto our ship, and then we're going to have to kill them. But we're not actually going to disarm them. Well, well one, I, I, one, one thing to bear in mind, uh, Ed Wood was a rather severely alcoholic person, and he did a lot of his writing when he was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like why you hear, you know, like there's so much, like, the dialogue has so much odd redundancies in it. and contradictory statements. I, I think you're being yeah. awfully generous. But then yeah. you wake up the next morning and you edit that shit. I don't know. That's, oh, that, that's, that's assuming, work. That's assuming he ever sobered up. Yeah. But the, the, the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, he, he was a war vet. He was so a war the, vet. So the anti-war sentiment is very yeah. interesting coming from him. The, uh, there, there, you know, there's a couple great, there's so many great lines in here that it just, just kill me. Like, you're I think... St- I, I think at one point, uh, uh, Eros, the the alien, uh, the not at all gay alien, or the not at all gay, okay. not, not no, the super gay alien, yeah, yeah. not but the super they, gay alien, but the not, not gay at all alien. Gay alien. <laughs> um, I just I wanted to make sure we got that clear. Yeah, yeah but, uh, Bunny, it's hysterical to watch. I, th- I think he described humans as having ancient juvenile minds. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which and and let that part, sink in. Let that sink. And then there's one point where like the two cops say something like, "Ugh, modern women," and the other, and the other one says, "Yes, they've been that way throughout the ages." <laughs> <laughs> Which is 
The dialogue is just endlessly awful. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, it's You're stupid, stupid. 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 That's all I'm taking out of you. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 a really classically bad movie. Every element you think of when you think bad movie is in this movie. I mean, it's yeah. It's a it's a '50s sci-fi horror thing. That's already like kind of a classic bad thing in a lot of people's mm. minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, atrocious dialogue, atrocious effects, atrocious sets, atrocious acting, and atrocious atrocious direction. I mean, the whole quote confrontation unquote between the Earthlings and the aliens on the ship is this static scene oh, that goes on for like ten minutes. I mean, it's the oh, longest God. part of the movie, and they're just standing there. Talking, <laughs> talking about like a, a device that can blow up the particles of sunlight. Yeah, and then it, which is you know it did okay. become a really oh. fun game of is this bad direction or bad acting? No, it's both. Or all of the above. It, it's crap like, after, all the way down. Like it's I amazing. felt like that one guy could have been a really good actor if he had had. A, well, the male lead's not. The male lead's not bad. A, He's got a terrible, yeah. terrible script. But oh, he, God. Lyle, Lyle Talbot was a was a pretty. Established, respected journeyman kind of actor. He was the guy who played the the, the colonel, mm-hmm. okay. the military guy. He he's sure. been, he's been in like, yeah, like quote real movies unquote. So. <laughs> but the, so, the, yeah, the pilot the pilot life. character, mm-hmm. um, whom I just out of my own personal predilection will refer to as uh, Captain Flight Plan. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Captain Flight Plan. I've heard uh, of Captain Flight Plan. Yeah, he uh, Captain Flight Plan. Wasn't bad. I mean, he yeah. wasn't a bad actor. He just had the worst possible worst dialogue lines. to deliver. Oh, and yeah. uh, uh, Joanna Lee, who played the uh, the woman alien, uh, she later went on to become one of the more respected uh, right television writers. Huh. In well, like the sixties. Well, she'd had a lot of experience with what was yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. She knew what not to do. Yeah. She she had a pretty good sense of failure analysis from this. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, so, yeah, and I remember in our last episode, uh, Melissa, you said you had some stories to tell, um, like, uh, uh, Vampira, she shows up in this movie, of course, doesn't say a word, she yeah. just walks around, yeah. stiff-armed, looking vaguely spooky, I guess, because there's smoke. Yeah, um, it, but, it, it, I mean, she'd, um, Malinurmi is the actual name of Vampire. Actually, her real, real name is much longer than that. She was Finnish and uh, came to America and uh, was actually being groomed by the studios to be like the next Lauren Bacall. She was stunningly beautiful, which you can't really tell under the vampire makeup, which is almost like lampoonish. Sure. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she fell into the vampire gig, and then after she lost the vampire gig, you know, she was kind of slumming it here. But, uh, yeah, she was, for this movie, she would apparently put on her vampire makeup at home and take a bus to the set <laughs> <laughs> in her vampire makeup. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so. she apparently knew, uh, like, a lot of the the beat writers and people. I mean, yeah. She was, like, a really... Uh, it's such an overused word, but she was like this really hip person. Yeah. <laughs> and knew all this stuff, but then she just kind of got... Well, she got pigeonholed. She got pigeonholed as this like, yeah. B actress yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, uh, you know, Tor Johnson was a wrestler that... I mean, a lot of this stuff we know we know already from Once You Get In Wood, which 
sure. know, at least in the broad strokes, was quite correct. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, the uh, the one cop who kept pointing the gun at himself. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that was that that wasn't that was actually testing Ed Wood because the actor. <laughs> To see if Edward would notice, and he never did. <laughs> oh my God, that's. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, the very few scenes where we actually do see the real Bella Lugosi, he's wearing um, his Dracula costume. That not, is the actual Dracula. Not not from not from the movie though, but yeah. from when he was playing Dracula on stage. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, he played Dracula and, on stage uh, before the yeah, movie actually. Yeah. Uh, Tor, uh, Tor Johnson's son was uh, an L.A. policeman. And he actually was responsible for getting the costumes. Those are actual L.A. Uh, policemen's outfits that the cops nice. are wearing. Yeah, which is why huh. they didn't look like jumpsuits or yeah. or talbards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the the costumes of the aliens were. Yeah, that's why that's why the cop costumes were like you know good. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they were real. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. Um, now, there, there's been a lot said about the UFOs, that they were made out of paper plates or pie tins. They weren't. They were actually Lindbergh plastic model UFOs. Nice. Huh. Uh, apparently, um, I think I heard that uh, Ed Wood's uh, girlfriend had gone out to like all of the drugstores and bought up all the UFO kits so they could mm. have enough UFOs. Aww. <laughs> But you can see the strings. But you can see the strings. Oh, yeah. They were they were very poorly used, you know. That's um, <laughs> so adorable. Yeah. Like if this was a high school senior project or something, <laughs> it, I it, think I'd give it a B. You know, like, it, 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 it is. It, it, it's a lot like um, if you gave like an old uh, Super Eight movie camera to your kids. Yeah. And just had them yeah. make like a. Um, an alien invasion movie, they would probably make something kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah except it would be kids acting in it. Yeah. So, so it would be charming in a certain way be. instead of adults acting in it and, and just... I, I quotes around <laughs> acting. And, I mean, I love I, I love the opening with Criswell, you know. Oh, we're all, yeah. We're all interested all in the future because that because is where that is we will really spend the rest of our lives. I can't <laughs> stop staring at his hair. He has the most amazing <laughs> it hair. It is really amazing. <laughs> um, this weird, what is that? A, would you call it a spit curl? What would you call yeah, it? Yeah, kind of. A, sure. Um, yeah. There's even really a term for his hair. You know, what's amazing about, about Ed Wood is, is the, the level of... He'd get these people that had some level of notoriety. Uh-huh. You know, Criswell was you know fairly known on the late night talk show circuit, so he wasn't just a complete nobody. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh sure, Ed, I'll do I'll do this opening and closing. I mean, he couldn't have been a complete idiot. He had to have read the script and gone, this doesn't make any sense at all. Well, oh, what the hell? Well, you know. I, I think that, I think the film Ed Wood kind of does give some perspective on that because it it kind of feels to me like somebody took Hollywood at that during those years and kind of shook it, and everybody who fell to the bottom kind of wound up in Ed Wood's coterie of people, <laughs> <laughs> like all the weirdos just kind of accumulated into this so little group. The way that Chris Walt read it, like said it though, I felt like. He knew it was shitty. Oh yeah, he and, was selling it though, baby. But he yeah, was. like like as if he expected it to be a very tongue in cheek. Well, Isn't well, this shitty? Well, Criswell's, you know, 
his day job was, you know, that he he wasn't an actor. He was like a, a phony psychic making ridiculous predictions about the future. So he, right. he was probably he was uh, great at selling bullshit. Great, you know, he, selling bullshit. That was his job. <laughs> She's like, "What the hell? I can sell those, sell this bullshit." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's talking about what happened. They, we will learn what happened on that fateful day. And, well, and, and you read and, that, and you're like, "When this was written, he didn't know what happened." And, and, you know, he wrote he wrote this introduction to the movie without any fucking clue what the movie was about. <laughs> so, and when the movie's done, he doesn't go back and fix nope. that introduction, so it might refer to what he actually went through and wrote. It's it's just amazing the level of incompetence that he exhibits on so many different levels. <laughs> oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and and I mean, considering you know just Criswell. He was in those two scenes, so, I mean, he could have just shown up one day, filmed for, what, ten minutes, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> yes, and indeed. that was his involvement. And, and I don't know, this is probably just a mental illness thing on my part, but for some reason, <laughs> I, okay. I I really love Dudley Manlove. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Dudley Manlove? Eros, the... Oh, oh, he's yeah. pretty fantastic. He, he, he has See? This, your stupid minds. He, he has this, like, classic, I don't know, B-movie actor kind of voice to me. Yeah. It's, 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 I love his and voice. It is pretty good. Oh, I love him. Well, I, I wear the uniform of my country. I, I love him, and I love Bunny Breckenridge. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I adore Bunny Breckenridge. Bunny Breckenridge, who couldn't <laughs> act like a straight man. You can't, you can't even, like, sit in a chair in a way that doesn't scream right? gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, not that, that all gay people are flaming. No. Not that all not, flaming people but, are gay. No, but, but Bunny boy. Breckenridge, oh, my God. Yes. There's no question he is gay and no question that he can hide it from... Uh, he, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> if there's a firing squad saying you will live if you can spend 20 seconds not being obviously gay, <laughs> he couldn't do it. Here, here spit in the spittoon. Or yeah. No, yeah. I can't. Drink <laughs> milk straight from the carton. Come on, you got this. Scratch yourself. Yeah, no. it, it, it just ca- har- harkens back to what a great job Bill Murray did playing. Yeah. Because oh. you watch him playing him and you're like, you know, that seems like that it might be a little bit that. over the top. And then you watch Plan 9, and you're like, no. Nope. 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 If anything, he least. undersold it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he just... Uh, yeah, it's, um, it, it is really fun watching this right after watching Ed Wood in that you can really see how well cast Ed Wood was. It, you know, oh, just yeah. the... Oh, my goodness. The, the look and the physicality and yeah. the, the portrayals, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the guy they found to play Tor Fred Johnson Tor. is amazing. Oh. I mean, yeah, that, George the Animal Steel, oh. who was also a pro wrestler. Yeah. Well, that's where you have to go looking for that guy. Yeah. That kind of body Or, you know, hang out at the bus station at midnight for a while. Yeah, I'm not done. <laughs> 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 You'll probably find a guy who looks like Tor Johnson. It's like, uh, so, oh, and, and I was noticing this time around, because I've seen this movie so many times, um, Why? The, I, not, you I know, have a mental illness problem. There's a real problem <laughs> in this movie of people, characters calling characters by their names and not the actors' names. Because every once in a while, characters get called by the actor names. Like, ah, Paula gets that. called Mona, 
once, and Jim gets called Jeff. And so it's yeah, it's the opening weekend of the Renaissance Festival at the Vilification Tennis Show. Yeah, oh, snap. Oh, yeah. I did that. <laughs> now, it's hilarious that Vilification Tennis, Malive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except, except in here they don't even they don't even notice that they're saying the wrong yeah. names they, and yeah. they don't care. Yeah. Because Wood is like all about well get the first shot and, and I mean it's literally there there are people flubbing their lines in a couple of scenes or knocking over gravestones or uh, yeah super cute. or there's you know, Tor Johnson your... trying to climb out of a grave and not being yeah. able to do it <laughs> or like getting your wife's chiropractor to, to be. Uh, Bella Lugosi's stand-in. Uh, yeah. Or, or how about Bella Lugosi's quote-unquote death scene where his shadow is still <laughs> on the ground still when right you there. hear the squealing yeah. tires of the car. Yeah, and you can see that he just froze the frame because he ran out of yep. film. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he froze the frame. He introduces the uh, sound of the car squealing. And then... And then that's the all there is. Yeah, he yeah. was he was originally. And all these people walking out of this tiny little crypt. <laughs> the tiny, the, the TARDIS crypt. I know. <laughs> yeah. Why was he buried in a crypt and why was she buried in the ground? Uh, well, uh, it's complicated. It's well, it's a family superstition or something. And then and, and it has nothing to do with anything. There's I no know. plot element and, to and, that. And the actress's response is, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, apparently what um, what Edward was trying to do with Be- Bella Lugosi, he was going to make a movie he was going to call Tomb of the Vampire. Uh, then Bella Lugosi dies after they do, like, a day of shooting or whatever. Aww. And so he kind of came up with... Through a, a variety of wheeling and dealing, he came up with this uh, story to um, wow. use the footage. And, and to sort of end a condo. The Baptist Church of Beverly Hills. <laughs> into, <laughs> into Congratulations. Like, yeah. 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 And, and that I, is a con. Thank you, know. you Baptists, for this <laughs> lovely movie. As we learned from Ed Wood, the original title of the film was Grave Robbers from Outer Space. Criswell even ca- talks about Grave yeah. Robbers from Outer Space yeah. in the uh, in the exciting opening. And then uh, the Baptists apparently had a problem with that title and encouraged him to turn it into Plan 9. From outer space. So plan nine, we discover, is installing something into the pituitary glands. It's stimulating the pituitary glands uh, of the recent dead with some kind of ray that would turn them into, like, zombies. Yeah. I, I want to know what the other eight plans are. I know. Because right? they all must have been better. I mean, it was a terrible plan. Uh, <laughs> over cats. Plan, uh, plan one was, like, just shooting rays guns at people. I'm like, eh, I, I don't know. I think plan one was the whole knocking on Earth store. I mean, like, yeah. no. Anybody? Hello? Hello? I'd like, to think, I'd, like, I'd like to think one of the plans I'd was just swarms of bees. Bees. I mean, like, like, biblical plagues? Is this, um... Locusts. You know, if if Plan 9 hadn't have worked, they would have moved on to killing the firstborn male of every household. Plan 4 was poisonous donuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, so Calvin and I, every year, attend a film event in Chicago called B-Fest, where it's a 24-hour marathon of really shitty movies. 
And the big tradition at B-Fest every year is at midnight they show Plan 9 from Outer Space. Nice. It's different movies every year, except for at midnight it's always Plan 9 from Outer Space. And at B-Fest it has turned into a Rocky Horror-like experience. Because there are lines you say at di- different times of the movie. There, There's, uh, you know, just... Just things you do. Whenever, whenever the flying but, saucers yeah. show up, you throw paper air, uh, plates into the air. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. everybody comes into the theater with stacks of paper plates, usually decorated with Sharpie markers, and then nice. you wait until the UFOs appear, and then you fling the paper plates into the air, and the entire auditorium just erupts in paper. Aw, that's lovely. And then when the UFOs are gone... You scramble around to pick up all the paper plates near you, and then you wait until they show up again, and then you throw them into the air. Yay. I presume every time Tor Johnson shows up, you all go, Tor! Yes, we go, Tor! And when Vampyra shows up, we go, Hot! And when, when wait, Bella, wait, wait. there's Bella and not Bella. Not Bella. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whenever it's a day shot, you yell day. Whenever it's a night shot, you yell night. And some of those grave... Those zombie scenes oh, get really God. complex. Day, hot, tour, Bella, not Bella. You know, night, just, night <laughs> day, day. And uh, the uh, the the patio scene of the of the pilot and his oh, yeah. wife. There's like a weird thing where you debate whether it's wicker furniture or rattan furniture. And then, and then <laughs> that's like a weird thing that came. And out. then when she pours the coffee, you start arguing whether it's coffee or tea. And yeah, it's it, it, it's pretty it, fun. It's just it remarkable and like. uh, remarkable for the level of incompetence. I think yeah. it's kind of a miracle this film exists that we can watch it. Yeah, you know when you well, think about all the good films that have disappeared. Yeah, um, and London After Midnight is 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 missing. Yeah, and yet here we can yeah. have Plan Nine from <laughs> we can Outer watch Space. Watch Plan Nine from Outer Space. It's actually kind of it. It really is kind of astonishing that this film still exists because fewer than twenty prints were made. Wow. Yeah. But why? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it, it did have something to do with like in the in the early eighties there was, uh, uh, you know, something of a start of the whole bad movie fandom. Mm-hmm. Thing and uh, which MS Mystery Science Theater three thousand definitely strengthened. Yeah, that sure. that came from that. But it it um, there was this book called the Golden Turkey Awards, and it was uh, writ- one of the writers was Michael Medved, who has since become a a, a, a really difficult to deal with uh, right wing uh, political commentator guy. But he was used to be a film critic, and he used to have kind of a, a fascination with bad movies. And he wrote this book called The Golden Turkey Awards, which was about classically bad movies. And he he picked Plan Nine from Outer Space as like the worst movie ever made. And um, I can't remember if he or he had some kind of poll of people, and 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 it was just there was this little underground of bad movie aficionados were like, no, seriously, this this movie, you have to see this movie, it's so unbelievably bad. And then it kind of, the cult kind of took off from there, and it became a thing. And I certainly <laughs> have seen worse movies than Plan 9. Yeah. They, oh, they, they are out there, and I have yeah. seen them the with thing my is, eye. There's something, cl- something close to a plot 
Oh yeah, the, uh, well, yeah. like I was saying earlier, it's it's a very entertaining bad movie, and there, I yeah. mean, there's a big difference between entertaining bad. And, oh my god, that's just plain bad. Yeah. I, I I would I really would rather watch anything Ed would ever made than uh, any of the Transformers movies. Yeah, as a fine example sure. of I you know. Although the Transformers movies, you uh, turn off the sound, you put on the captions, and you read it all like a uh, really bad kung fu movie. Mm. It's actually really good that way. Ooh. Yeah, maybe that was the intent. A lot, a lot of contemporary bad movies just feel like uh, an elephant sat on my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for two hours, and I'm just, you know, like... God, enough! You know. No, I mean, there, you just in this movie you can just laugh at the really just painfully stupid dialogue, yeah. and all the technical errors and the the actors scratching themselves with their guns and mm-hmm. so I mean, there, there's something entertaining about this a, a great deal that's entertaining about this it, movie. It's bad in a way that will make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I think it's time for final thoughts. Uh, Melissa, any final thoughts on Plan 9 from Outer Space? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, it's more about Beast of Yucca Flats, which is a worse movie than Plan 9 from Outer <laughs> oh, Space. Yeah. But, but it also features Tor Johnson. It is, it is ridiculously bad. It's shorter and yet feels so much longer. Aww. So I will just I will just leave that there. Okay. Beast of Yucca Flats. Beast of Yucca it Flats. It's probably in public domain. It might be uh, it's oh, it in public domain, and it's it's. it's I think bad. worth seeing once because it is really bizarrely it's bad terrible. To see much, once. much like Plan Nine, you should be able to find it on Netflix. It's also or YouTube. Uh, uh, just as a note, um, Tor Johnson in Beast of Yucca Flats plays a Russian nuclear scientist. Ah, ah, <laughs> yes. And I'm sure he's very convincing. Uh, Kelvin, any final thoughts about Plan 9 from Outer oh, Space? Oh, God. Um, I've lost count of how many times I've seen this movie. Uh, it's still kind of one of those things where, like, if there's a group of people watching it, I have to see it with them. Uh-huh. Because I just love experiencing other people's reactions to it. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, there, there, there's, there's a lot of entertaining bad movies out there. This is a good one to kind of start with. Is just kind of like a classic just jumping just off point. All the, all the, all the wrong choices. Yeah. Sure. All right, uh, Jenna. Any final thoughts on? Um, I'm female, and so I don't really have thoughts. I just faint <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, I noticed you passed out many yeah, times during many, this movie. Many times during this movie. Yeah. Oh no, um, yeah. I'm a woman. Oh, no. I can only faint to save myself. Yep. <laughs> that. God, the hell. So my final thought is just to say that uh, mm-hmm. in Ed Wood, uh, the film. Ed Wood, and I don't know if Ed Wood really ever said this, but in Ed Wood, the film, he refers to Plan 9 from Outer Space by say, to say that this is going to be his Citizen Kane. And so because of that, the next movie that we will be watching on A Real Education is Citizen Kane. We had to get to it eventually, and this felt like a nice sort of organic way <laughs> to uh, work our way into the... Orson Welles classic film. It's the most it's the most logical progression I can think of. Yeah. It does it does make a certain amount of sense. So join us next time for that. Uh, we will be doing some more live uh, shows at the Trilon starting again in the fall. So 
Uh, look for announcements on that. We should have some thoughts on that pretty soon. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed Plan 9 from Outer Space as much as we enjoyed <laughs> Plan 9 from Outer Space, or at least it didn't put you to sleep. Enjoyed with quotation marks around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time for what is a far better film. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Theoretically, yeah. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee, dee.